Daily Gospel Meditations is a ministry of the St. John Society to help you get more from your morning prayer with Scripture. Today we continue to meditate on the ecclesial discourse in Matthew 18, on how Christ's disciples are to interact with one another. The first section deals with a brother or sister who needs correction. We should not deduce from this gospel that we should go around correcting people at random. The Lord speaks about your brother, that is, someone with whom you have a spiritual kinship, a strong connection that makes you responsible for their spiritual life to some degree. As far as the sin is concerned, the Lord is assuming it is serious enough that it would justify shunning them from the community or that, left to itself, it would lead them to lose their faith completely. So it's referring to an objected fault, something clearly wrong, not minor faults, something that annoys me, like some character defect. And there is a series of gradual steps. First, talk to the person alone. We are to show concern for the person's good name and make the correction in a way that it will be well received. If they don't listen, have this sort of intervention, bringing others into the conversation. If they still won't listen, bring the matter to the community. This may sound harsh, but it is justified in the case of a sin that could be very destructive for the person and also for the church, if left unaddressed. And if they still won't listen, Consider them as a pagan. That doesn't mean you hate that person or that you don't talk to them anymore. It means that you consider them as someone who needs to be converted back to the faith. The second section talks about the authority the church has. Christ gave the church authority to bind and to loose, to exercise judgment, to absolve. And he gave the church this power for our salvation. Of course, there are cases in which that power is misused. But the misuse shouldn't lead us to reject what Christ has established with good reason. If you meditate on the first section, don't bring it down too quickly to the question of who should you correct. But think of this idea. I have a certain degree of responsibility over the spiritual life of others, and that begins way before having to correct them. There's a whole series of steps that come before that. So who am I responsible for? What am I doing for their spiritual well-being? And then why has the Lord given the church that authority? What did Jesus intend us to gain from it? 